And three, two, one. We are here at Bolt Fur. I am your host, Ann Wins. And I have two wonderful guests that I spent the whole day with in Atlanta, Georgia. You guys, what are your names? Uh, my name's Simon. And my name's Chi. And what are you guys accomplished in life so far? Let's talk academics. Uh, we just graduated from college. Yep. Uh, bachelor's. College or university? University, university. matter of fact. Wow. Four-year degree. You know, wow. degreed up. What are you guys' degrees? Simon, what's your degree? We got the same degree. It's uh, community and nonprofit leadership. Yep. Bachelor's in science. Help the community. Oh, so that's a BS, not a BA. Yep. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. I think the difference between a BA and a BS is that you don't BS for a BS, but you can BA <laughs> for a BA. Um, okay, that's cool. Let's talk money. Do you guys have money? Sheesh. About to get there. So you just graduated from college. You're in between in careers. Yep. Okay. And what kind of career are you looking for? Because even though you graduate with the same degree, it doesn't necessarily mean you're looking for the same type of job or career path. No, right now I can't hold you. I'm looking for something that pays the bills. Come in. No, my mom. No, no. I'm recording. Do you want to say hi to everybody? Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about uh, what brought us all here to Atlanta, Georgia, right? What brought you guys here to Atlanta, Georgia? Brother Demola. The man's Demola. The baby shower. How do you guys know Demola? Um, we're all line brothers, same fraternity, Phi Beta Sigma. What'd you say? We're all line brothers in the same fraternity, Phi Beta Sigma. Fraternity what? Incorporated. Oh, okay. What does that mean? Um, it's like, you know, it's an organization where we try to like, you know, our motto is culture for service and service for humanity. So we trying to, we be trying to like help the community and just do all that. And so we, we met each other along the path of trying to join the organization. Yeah. So we became real, real cool off of that. I really do see you guys' uh, relationship in the public and uh, in private. Well, not so much in private, cause, but since I've known you guys, like privately and, you know, publicly when around other people beside our group, you know. And I think that's special to watch, like a real brotherhood, especially full of black men, accomplished, graduated, yeah, educated, okay. and cultured, educated and cultured. So you've been traveling. Um, can you tell us where you're from and like where that's about? From Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yes, I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Wow, black people live in Wisconsin yes, and Milwaukee. Do. So like when I hear Milwaukee, I think of that '70s show, like. <laughs> Nah, that's that's Wisconsin. Milwaukee's a little bit different. Okay, so tell us what Milwaukee is like. Milwaukee, um, Milwaukee's a... Wait, before you get to that, are you used to luxury? Because I see you guys, and you're, like, down to earth, but I could tell you love nice things. What you mean by that? Like, the quality of your conversations, the vocabulary that you use the perspective you choose to see versus an alternative um for example you just asked me what do i mean by that like it's clear to me that you appreciate conversation that has information in it that you can retain yeah that you can respond to not even respond to but just listen and see what's what take a granted for salt you know yeah and with you like i just with your silk gray silver do-rag <laughs> and your diamond earring um, and your name brand clothes. I guess. I mean, I can't. You want polo? Where's that? You wearing polo. Yeah. Y'all can't see it. Polo to sleep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like um, no, it's, it's really cool to see like two cool black dudes, successful, getting their lives together, even though this is for you guys a period where you're transitioning. This is coming of age for you guys. And we from Wisconsin. Fuck. Yeah, so please tell us about Milwaukee. I'll cut you off, but please tell us about Milwaukee. What does Milwaukee need first? Um, it really just 
when we win this championship, I feel like things are gonna get a lot of better. Like this basketball championship yeah. with Giannis. Yeah, we we getting real. The ba- that should be dope, but Milwaukee need like. Do you funding. actually think? Uh, sports and politics and economics go hand in hand. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, cause like, just even winning recently, even having more wins as the Bucks recently has brought like. I was gonna say the Milwaukee Bucks, yeah. Has yeah. brought a lot of like development to Milwaukee, like. Wow. The Deer District, like yeah. a lot of our like. Deer our, life. <laughs> a lot of our like, it's like a little. Um, Why they it's called at the me? Deer District. <laughs> Uh, it's a spot downtown where like you can go and watch like uh, basketball or football games, mainly basketball. Okay. Um, it's, if you can't get like tickets to the stadium, you can just stand outside and they put like a whole little uh, big ass um, screen outside, a whole bunch of chairs, and there's like bars and stuff. And basically, like with us being in the finals and shit, like the Deer District keeps getting a whole bunch of people going. When you say us, you mean the Milwaukee Bucks? Yeah, I mean the Bucks. No, we talking about Milwaukee. We're talking about Milwaukee, cause like a, the, a win for the Bucks is a win for the whole city. We need this bad, yeah, bro. Cause it's like more, more we keep winning, the more people keep looking at us. So more. they keep wanting to build more on that district. And we so when you say the going. Bucks, you mean Giannis? Nah, I mean Milwaukee. I mean Milwaukee and the Bucks. Hmm. Milwaukee in Giannis general. Giannis is part of that, you know. But we don't mean just him. So he's not like a LeBron for your city, but he's still relatively important just as much as the other team members. I mean... For the development of your city. Honestly, like, he's the perfect superstar we, we could ever ask for. So are you Humble. looking for a superstar? Humble, down-to-earth guy. One. Who's a superstar? Giannis. Giannis. Oh. That's our superstar. What if he gets traded? He could have. He could have left if he wanted to, but he, he chose to stay, you know what I'm saying? What was that about? He just wants to, you know, he's been a part of the Bucks for how long? He d- he just got this is, traded. This is this is a eighth, ninth season. He no has, way. He, he got drafted a, in 2013. He been a, he been a part he been a part of the team for that long and like he just wasn't he in the finals or the playoffs just recently? He's in the finals right now. We just won game three. I'm game five. Game five. Yeah, we we it's three and two now. We up now. But all we need to do is just bring this home and finish it here and uh we'll be champions. Yeah, who's who's left in the finals? The Suns. The Suns. The Suns are But like this What city are the Suns from? Uh yeah, Phoenix. Phoenix, okay. This will be good for Arizona. Milwaukee because like, I don't know. Growing up there, ain't really a lot of ain't really a lot of ways to make it out. To Wait, be only Arizona and the Bucks are in the finals? Yeah. Oh. Are you serious? Yeah. Golden State's not there. Nah. Lakers not, not there. None nope. of that shit. Heat's nope. not there. Nope. Not even the Knicks are there. Nope. Nope. The Nets. Now nah, we bust their ass. Really? Yup. Beat them in seven. Wow. In their home court. Kevin wow. Durant. Wow. Made Kevin Durant airball. Uh. Wow. Uh, Do you think that uh sports is rigged? No. Well, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. That game with the Nets, I think I heard about that. Do you think that was rigged? Nah, because his foot wasn't on. His foot was on the line, and he airballed the last shot. So, hey, hey, somebody's got to ask. What? I mean, yeah. What but happened I do with feel the Golden like, State? I feel like it's Golden rigged State. sometimes, though. Like, I feel, I definitely feel like it's rigged sometimes. Like, it's entertainment, you know. If you can make shit more entertaining, it's going to sell more tickets, so... Obviously, the incentive. True. Yeah, they trying to make money off it at the end of the day. That's what it's all about. Let me ask you guys a weird question. Did you ever think that WWF or WWE was real? Yeah. Not when I was little. Yeah. When I was mad young, when I was like 10. Who is your favorite uh, wrestler? Rey Mysterio. Yes. Oh, Rey Mysterio was cold. Yes. That 619 was Rakishi was mine. (laughs) And China. Rakishi. Didn't he used to be putting his cheeks on people? Yes. I used to mess with uh, who was bro that used to do who used to break dance R Truth. Yeah, R Truth. R Truth. I don't uh, niggas. I like the rock. Like I R-Truth. love the rock. Like the front on the rock. Booker Undertaker. T. Booker T. Yeah, Booker T was dope. We coming for you, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, okay. when he when he said that, he, he just saw his face. He's like, oh shit. We <laughs> coming for you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Triple H. Oh, yeah. Uh, HBK, Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. 
Shawn Michaels, yeah. John Cena, classic. Who was the executive Randy lady, the, the daughter of the dude? She was fine. The daughter of Vince McMahon? Yes, the daughter. Um, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, she Sad was fine. I can't remember her name. <laughs> Something. Anyway, okay, so earlier, you guys, we were socializing and we were getting to know one another, and I asked the question, is cheating a valid reason to divorce? Yeah. And you both said yes. Yep. Can, you, can you elaborate? I think you actually said she um, is the perfect reason to divorce, if I'm not confused. If it was, yeah. 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 So, like, like, and then I asked, uh, so what about the excuse that men are are always going to be men like men are always going to be physical cute creatures like they're always going to need more than one woman and you guys said that's cap do you still stand with that statement yeah because i feel like you know i at least for like all right for the first statement like it's cheating a good reason so now you're changing it no no i'm just i'm trying to review okay so for the first statement um is cheating good enough reason to divorce for sure i think so just because like you know when you get into a marriage I feel like the most basic thing you agree on is that y'all not finna cheat on each other <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the basis that's the basis you know what I'm saying like y'all faithful to each other so especially if y'all in a monogamous relationship swear you know yeah. what I mean if y'all poly okay then, then that's not cheating so this is something that you discuss before you get into a relationship yeah I mean y'all know if y'all like know. exclusive you but know do you have to talk about yeah, it yeah for sure you should I if y'all like... make some that... people don't some girls will be like oh he knows what it is or I know what it is. Yeah. And that's where you get caught up because you can't keep making assumptions. So what and the, that's where you get caught up. What if a guy is like, oh, you know what it is. And a girl's like, no, tell me what it is. And he's like, oh, if I have to tell you, then it means we're not on the same page. That nigga's playing. Yeah, bro. for real. He's me bullshitting. Let's keep it 100. Like, he just not trying to... He beating around the bush. Right. And if a nigga can't give you a straight answer, then that's your answer. Right. So if I give a guy, and I'm not saying me, but there are females out there, right? If I give a guy three months, right, to smash... And like, let's say three months. Wait, like you made him wait three months, or in this imaginary you made him smash example, smash for three months. No, I made him wait three months. Yeah. This imaginary example. Three months is a long time. Yes, bro. So let's talk about how I'm now setting a six month rule for myself. Yeah. Good luck, Shorty. <laughs> anyway, so um, <laughs> so okay, in this imaginary example, I'm setting up a three month rule, but I end up smashing like. Maybe the first week. First of all, can we address that females are just as human yeah. as sexual creatures no, fact, as that's men? True. That's... Like, if a man said, listen, I'm really going to wait three months until I smash Shorty, and he can't go a week, are you really going to blame him? <laughs> It's no different than it's with just women. Like, bro, why you lying? No, you right. You right. We you just have discipline. Bro? We're sexually disciplined, and and we're taught that because that's something that you're taught. It's not something that you just know. You're taught that. True, and I I feel like yeah, you're just going on with that. Like most boys aren't exactly at all disciplined on that. They're just like, oh, you're a man because they're not taught exactly. go crazy or whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Especially so in your young, young, early twenties, like niggas be viewing like smashing, like having sex is like. You winning, yeah. Like niggas, a lot of niggas. It's kind of crazy. A lot of niggas' only goals is just like getting some pussy. Just get, just to get, just to fuck. That's it. Like that's they. That's how they know they up. Yeah, like really, like getting pussy, like be the basis of your whole life. Like (laughs) not even getting no money, not even getting your own place. Nah, just just fucking. How many hoes can you get to spread their legs? And that's kind of crazy because that's like your whole. But isn't that what life is about? No, bro. <laughs> like, cause think about it. The, ain't not you can't call on ain't not one of them girls if your car break down on the side of the road or if your landlord from the evict your ass. Hey, and my thing with that is like, look, life can be about you know whatever you wanted to, but you chose to only make it about this one thing. Right. Like you, you pick one thing and then said that's it. My big, even that in itself, I feel like you know, like, bro, why didn't your options make some money or something? Like, my big thing is, like, bro, 10 years down the line, don't nobody care who you fucked 10 years ago. Swear to God. <laughs> so, wait, what does that mean? Fucks. What does that mean? Like, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. What does that mean? Don't nobody care who you fucked 10 years ago, 10 years down the line. Like, 
that means like that shit don't matter. Like what doesn't matter? Like having how, sex how with this person. How many bodies you catch? Yeah. How many holes oh, yeah? you catch? Because let's, let's, let's be real. What you gonna do in ten years? You gonna keep you, talking about the same girls? You gonna be girls? lonely beating your meat? Swear. And you are gonna be thinking porn. about the same girls that you played ten years ago? Right. Yeah, talking about them. Or you are gonna have a girlfriend that you're not happy with? Like she's gonna annoy you. You can't take. You can't take. Uh, that's how, that's you how they, can't take them to the you because can't take because you like, thought you should go after wifey material instead of what you're actually attracted to, and you let body count get in the way. And then like That's how you get All these bitter ass old men Thinking that they know What they talking yes. about When they talk to oh, other young niggas I hate Giving them the wrong advice Leading them down the same shit And it's like They so hard headed Cause they think I'm like you There's know, I'm, too many Bitter old men And I feel like That's why we have A bunch of like Lost young men today Who was it said um all these kids raising all these kids because at the end of the day like yeah. you still have a, I don't care how face. yeah no for real Blueface said that shit but it's like really? a lot of niggas old but they still have a kid mindset so what you got is an old ass kid teaching other kids how to stay kids forever mm-hmm. you know what I mean but in the how do you how does one stay a kid forever but still Mental. yeah like Cause I feel like I'm young at heart. Like we were all having a conversation earlier, and you guys said how old you were, and I do feel like I'm an old soul. But at the same time, even though I am my age, I feel like I am so much younger. So like, how does, how do grown ass men pretend to be grown ass men simultaneously at the same time, at the same time, at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, at the same time? pretend to be a kid like how are you teaching to be an adult and a kid at the same time it's because they never grew from the mentalities they had when they was children. so what do we as adults who would have to be guardians over the situation because clearly they can't learn a new trick as an old person if we have to make a decision how do we approach this situation of old bitter men spreading mass hysteria and fear throughout our community i don't think it's like no. Really? Just let him die. No, no. I feel like that's the problem because we even when you just said you you said like they can't learn new shit. Even by starting off with that sentence, that's the whole reason they don't want to try and learn anything because they feel like they already old and they uh, can't. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. So I feel like we need to rephrase like the whole old dogs can't learn new tricks shit. I feel like that's cap. Speak it into existence. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga, you can keep learning. You just choosing not to. You're being. You're taking the shortcut. Being negative. Like niggas really take shortcuts because you your ass can still learn to unpack this shit. I don't give a fuck how old you is. That's true. true. You can that's still learn to true. unpack it. You can still learn to grow from it. You choosing not to. Michelangelo said at 97, I'm, I'm still soon, I'm still learning. Right. And it's like, we tell motherfuckers that when you're 30, you can't learn nothing new. Like, yeah. everybody internalizes so that shit. I'm close to 30. And, but like, you can still learn every single day of your life. But it's like, all these niggas feel like they can't. And we keep saying that, oh, you old, you can't change. So everybody, nobody even tries to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why we got to be like, hey, bro, nah, look, like, fuck that. You got to start doing the work mm-hmm. to change. Like, you know what I'm saying? So let's say you accidentally become, like, a Tupac for the people, right? <laughs> and then you die, right? Or Malcolm X, and then you die. Right. Or, uh, no, we're going to die. We're all going to die. Or a Chi, and then you die. Or a Simon then you die you know or an and before you die right we're all gonna die so the next topic we're talking about is afterlife and we had talked about that earlier as well uh how do we approach the afterlife bro if i'm working in that shit bro i'm gonna kill myself again bro you gotta explain that Cause think about it. If you go to the afterlife and you gotta clock into a nine to five, bro, you might as well just start over again. And you know you're gonna come back, bro. That was what we're talking about. If a, if an afterlife, <laughs> you gotta work after you die. If if your afterlife, I'll be sick. Is not what you think it is, but it's actually a full time nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> bro, fuck that shit, Hell bro. I'm nah. in the reset button Hell myself nah. this time, bro. Uh, <laughs> Scratch the whole after, the whole after thing. Life, bro. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be reborn for as a what? bird, bro. Nah, you ha- nah, bro, what I'm working for? For what? What you gonna pay me with? Man, I'm already dead. 
<laughs> I don't need to eat. Yeah, I'm I'm finna be I'm fuck the hell. I ain't working. I'ma keep it trying I'ma keep it trying till I get respawned as an animal, bro. Sir, <laughs> bring me back as an ant or something. I'm finna be like a hippo or something. Bro. <laughs> Let me be a fish. Bird or something. Nigga said a hippo. Nobody fuck with hippos, bro. <laughs> no, I'm trying to be a house cat. Them motherfuckers look good. You want to be a slave cat, a domesticated cat? That's what you mean, slave cat. They be eating, cat. they be eating, drinking, and that, doing whatever the fuck they want. That's just smooth until they get rid of your ass, boy. Come <laughs> <laughs> around, drop you off in the alley. You don't know what the fuck to do with yourself. <laughs> That's dumb funny. <laughs> um, but if you had to do a nine to five in the afterlife and you don't get a chance to be an entrepreneur, okay, well, let me answer that question. <laughs> um, we talked about black people living in Wisconsin, did we? We talked about Milwaukee. We ain't talked about Wisconsin because it's a difference. Let's talk about black people in Wisconsin. What's what's the environment like? We uh, talked about it. We talked about Wisconsin being segregated. Yeah, for I want to clarify this. It's really a difference between Milwaukee and the rest of Wisconsin. Very much true. Like, Milwaukee is a city. Black people live there. You know, it's a city like any other. Wisconsin is country. There's plains, yeah. small towns. Cows. And, like, they... Deer. Wow. And on God, like, if you look at, like, they release reports about shit that happens in Wisconsin, they classify Milwaukee as, like, a separate thing. Yep. They say Wisconsin and then Milwaukee, you know? Like, we a separate spot. Wow. So it's like... Wow. They totally separate black and white. Yeah. Being right. that that's the demographic of motherfuckers, state versus everyone else. Motherfuckers outside, out of, of, city. outside of Milwaukee talk about... In Wisconsin talk about Milwaukee. Like, it's like a... I don't even know. Like, it's like a... a like Rikers separate, Island or something? Yeah, like damn near. Some, damn near like a prison. Yeah. It's crazy over there. They... Like they, Iraq they, they, they reckless. But, like, they be talking about it like... I'm scared, believe, yeah. I can't believe I stepped foot in the city. Though. Right. So should people be scared of Milwaukee? No, nah, bro. bro. Just mind your damn business. At the end of the, <laughs> so I feel like at the end of the day, everybody wants to be treated like a person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you coming in, you viewing everybody as criminals already. Mm-hmm. And like, so you're not viewing them as people no more. You view them as... Dehumanizing them. No, I swear. And it's like... like take, your ba- take your ass back to the country, bro. No, when what, I does t- that, what does that mean about the person that doesn't know that they're even dehumanizing someone what would you say to that person like nothing you got some unpacking to do and like you know that's you your said responsibility you said you would say nothing yeah I'll tell you you got some shit to work on and that's on you to figure out to be honest I'm not like yeah, oh God, that's not my job. Because like, these white people want you to bring their ass to not be racist, bro. Yeah, bro, let me they, tell you. They want you to do all the work for them. My, my freshman year my freshman year at uh Madison, mm-hmm. me and my friend was walking down the street, and this white family was walking past us, and they had this daughter. She was like five or six or something. And she looked at my friend, and she was like, Mommy, look, it's black people. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And yeah. I was like, damn. In 2021? Yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't even respond to that because that's a little ass girl. Her parents look scared as shit. Like they tried to brush it up, and it's like you couldn't say sorry. Nothing. <laughs> I apologize for your child. Do you think? That, I don't even do know you that think if children? Do you think as as black men, but educated black men especially, that you have a say over children in the community? What you mean to say over? A say as you're an adult. Not my kids. So you don't think that you can influence children that are not yours you can in a positive them. way? But I don't got no yeah. say over them. Like, okay, let's say let's say uh, I can't tell you what to do. Let's say the the demographic of a child is European. He's a white kid, right? And a white kid is lost in the supermarket, and he's looking for his mommy, right, <laughs> or his daddy, and the leash off of this white kid was broken, right? They do have leashes. They do have leashes on them sometimes, right? So, as an adult, you're the only one there. You see this kid yelling for his parents. You do nothing. I'm gonna help the little boy out. Rule number one: mind your black ass business. Look. I'm okay. Gonna, okay. I, no, let's talk about that. that. I respect that. So one person says, mind your business. No, mind your black business. 
and the others i'm sorry mind your black ass business and the other says help the little boy out see boy wait hold on because part half of me is like that shit just seems like a setup yeah you know, which is why I agree with you. It just seems like a setup. Wait, wait, what do you mean a setup? Let let our non-black uh, listeners understand what you mean. It seems like it's some shit where they, somebody pretends to be in trouble to get you to lower your guard, and then they come on and catch your ass. The next thing you know, your organs is gone. Like or, a get-out situation. Yeah. Or you could be talking to the little kid, and then some other bystander think you a threat. Think you, think and you then, the one kidnapping them. Yeah. And then they they because they you're them. big or because you're black. Yeah. yeah. And then they call the police on you, and now you in some shit trying <laughs> to be a good Samaritan. So really, rule number one, like I said, my well, what about turn the other business. cheek? What about turn the other cheek? Hey, it's hard to turn the other cheek when uh, your ass in jail. <laughs> it, is it hard to turn the hey, other cheek? Else. Else. <laughs> hey, my thing is if I, I'm. First and foremost, I'm trying to point that kid. Hey, go talk to him for some help or something. Yeah. You know, go talk to that somebody else. You know what I mean? But if ain't nobody else there, and it's a little kid, and I feel like it's not a setup, I'm gonna help out. If I feel like it's a setup, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna help out. Okay. Um. And let's talk about love. Lastly, right? Let's talk about romance. Um. I did want to talk about another topic, but we're not gonna talk about that. I want to end on a real positive. Cool vibe. Oh my gosh, what are you doing? Oh, I know, positive, cool vibe. So, in your own words, whether it could, it could be a song, a lyric, a poem, a saying, a phrase, a quotation, a bank statement, you could pay me in um, EBT, PayPal, Venmo, uh, Zelle, Cash App, uh, any, any bank, um, if you want to pay that way and just give me a donation. But, what is your definition of love? And what is your love language? I'm taking a break, no bullshit. <laughs> taking a break from love? Yeah. Well, okay, let's focus on you right now, and then we'll get to you. I'm going to deal with you delicately. I'm going to deal with you straight. We already had that conversation. <laughs> so, um, what does that mean? You're going to do with love? You're going to take a break? I mean, I just got some healing to do, to be honest. So, like, right now, I'm just focused on me. Like, I don't really know, like, what I want to be loved like, so... Mm. I'm just taking time to figure that out. Mm. You want to be loved on a scale from 1 to 10, 1 being, like... They love you enough to marry you, 10 being enough to die for you. I don't want none of that shit. You don't want any of it? Lucky, just be my friend right now. So friends can't love you? No, friends can love you. But, like, it's different, though. But don't expect it back? It's just, like, I'm not trying to... I'm not looking for nothing romantic. I'm not trying to be in love with anybody. Yeah. But you still want to be intimate with people? Yeah. Like, friends are, friends are dope. Like... Friends with benefits? Nah. <laughs> so you're not planning on being sexually active? I mean, that's not really, like, first and foremost on my mind. Like, having people that care about me is just, like, around me is really more, like, what I would want rather than sex. Like, sex is cool. Like, So you'd rather just chill? Yeah. It just really, it's like, I'd rather have a friend than just, like, a fuck buddy. Because, like, friends wow. could be forever. Yeah, no, that's real. That's false. No, that's real. But, that's like, real. a fuck buddy, you're you going to get kind of bored of them. You're going to be like, damn, I'm going to hit it. And it's just like, I don't even like this person like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely understand. I, I read a book on that or something. <laughs> I feel like, personally, I feel like romantic love is the most conditional kind mm. that there is. When you Why think is about that? it. Because it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the only type of love that exists on the basis of certain things. You know Romance? Yeah. Because it's like, you know what I'm saying? I got friends, right? And like, like I love my homies, right? Mm-hmm. My homies don't have to do anything Nothing else. Nothing for you, bro. Anything else for me for the rest of my life. Don't have to do whatever. That love's still gonna, you know what I'm saying? I'm always gonna have friends. that love. But it's like in a romantic love, 
that love only exists based off yeah what you're doing for them you know what i'm saying what you receiving whatever other factors depending on your relationship and that's why i feel like it's conditional that makes it the most flimsy but i also said remember in the car earlier how um you have to be friends with somebody first before like you fall in love with them because like then there are these weird expectations unless you're not listening to your red flags that are possibly raised enough yeah yeah but like you know i don't feel like you got to be friends first i feel like you gotta have just certain qualities you like about them, like actual real deal qualities that you like. Not just like the way so they So you would look. just jump into a relationship? Nah. I feel like... So what are you saying? I feel like what he's trying to say is like, for one, you gotta know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And to, to do that, you gotta know yourself real well. Because mm-hmm. motherfuckers, a lot of people, I feel like they think they like some shit just because they think they're supposed to like certain shit. And then they try this shit and they're like, I don't like it, but I keep doing it because I feel like I'm supposed to like it. You know what I'm so saying? Deep. And it's like, do you actually like that? And if you don't, why the fuck do you keep doing it? Like, what is in your life propelling you to keep doing some shit that you know you don't fuck with? I could talk about that. Let's, can I? Can you switch it on me? Can Go you crazy. guys interview me? Go crazy. Okay. Let's, let's talk about it. So, um, for me, I'm just going to say, I don't know if I'm, like, into girls or guys anymore too much. Um... And, like, I, it's always been suppressed because of, like, how I was raised. Yeah. And I don't really want to get into that. But, um, like, the more I, I... I like both. I like both, right? But my preference... Okay. No, we're doing an interview. Do you want to join? Do you want to join our interview? We're, we're just talking. Just oh, right now we're talking about love. Okay, so come introduce yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait, let me finish. What was I talking about just now? You were talking about how um, you don't know if you like guys or girls. Right, right, okay. So, I keep dating guys because I'm just used to dating guys, and that's what society tells me I'm supposed to do, but, like, I like girls. Like, I do. I really do. But I don't think I want to be intimate with them like that. I have that and I know it could get real gross down there whatever and I'm not saying I've never done it before but I'm also saying I've not never done it before (laughs) but it's just like it's just it's the pressure especially being Christian and black and a woman and being smart being educated being I mean if you're cultured it's not a big deal they don't expect an educated black woman to, you know, be in love, you know, or be a faggot. They just don't, they don't expect that. See, my, my question is to you then, like, say you could take away all of those factors, right? Yeah. And at the end of the day, you see someone, whether man or woman, what would you want to do if you had the absence of those factors? It would, it would... It would have to do with their inside. And like, if it depends on the situation, that's okay, too, because it can be fluid, you know what I'm listen, saying? Listen, if, if a woman can love me better and can understand, if there was only a woman... Y'all never heard of women? <laughs> no, mom. <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if a woman and a man were the only two people left on earth, and the man decided to still keep his 2021 mindset of what a man is and what a husband is and what he should be like and a woman is willing to like learn me love me love my learn learn my love language and i be willing to do the same for her like and we work on each other and she makes me a better person and she brings me closer to god it's literally what brings me closer to god like i don't really believe in the traditional sense of what love should be however i know it's still important just as like a famous person can want to follow like certain celebrities but because like they might be hip-hop it might ruin their brand like they still enjoy it but like they can't show that part in public yeah so it's like you're not really being who you are you're just trying to fit in is that imposter syndrome Am I going through a crisis right now? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I feel like at the end of the day, like, you know, niggas die every day. No, niggas do die every day. You got You're one life. Right. 
you got one life like you want to spend it how you want to spend it but the transition is complicated at least for me like no for sure it definitely is but like you know you have okay i cannot stress that enough okay because if you don't know what you do you can have the smallest friend in the world <laughs> but if you have the other ways friend. <laughs> i mean you're not wrong at all you're I'm not, not. Right. you're right i'm not okay i'm being real okay so tomorrow but i ain't gonna lie like if you know what you're doing you got size you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> that's a twofer right? yeah exactly <laughs> like <laughs> Like the the little but, thing that but know women what it's don't doing. care about that. As long as you Shit. can provide, as long as you give them things, and that's real talk, you know. Nah, I, women be fucking broke niggas yeah. all the time, bro. Stop it. That doesn't okay. If you're serious about yourself, because look, listen, even even a successful woman might smash a broke person, but that's just a phase, like. You're not gonna really see somebody that's serious about their life settle with like a broke person. Oh yes, you will. <laughs> serious about their life? If he dropping that thing off right, oh. bro. Mm. But they're not serious about their life. When it hits the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said what? I heard when it hits the floor. No. I feel like now, if you drop that thing off right, you got I that thing like, locked up. I feel like with you. There's no amount of great sex in the world that can stop a great. I feel like it is more of a phase. It could be a long phase. Don't get me okay, wrong. Okay, maybe that's like crack. Maybe no, you're right. Because crack yeah, stopped Harlem. <laughs> crack stopped Harlem and gentrification stopped DC. You're absolutely right. What were you saying? I don't even remember too much. I'm so, so sorry. Talking. It's like a phase. I'm so you said it's like a phase. About crack. <laughs> not, not, wait, okay, let's 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 just say that we're not um, talking about distribution or the use of uh, illegal substances. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like people date down on purpose, though. What, make themselves feel good? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I be seeing people talk. You ever see what me on Twitter? What does that mean? Wait, wait. I feel like you ever be on Twitter and you see people talk about medium ugly people? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that's kind of disrespectful, but like... <laughs> <laughs> they be like, I want someone that's medium ugly because I know they're not going to be out here in the streets or some shit and it make me feel better. But it be the ugly people that be trying to play you the hardest. I don't even go for ugly no more. I used to. I really I understand what you're saying. Why why you went for ugly? I went for ugly because the pretty ugly or boys, medium ugly. I went for ugly. I went for first. I went for I went for the first boy I ever went to for like a boyfriend. He was ugly. And I chose ugly because I was like nobody's gonna want him but me. <laughs> Wrong. Ugly girls wanted the ugly boy. Right. <laughs> so. There was that, and I was like, all right. And then I dated pretty boys. And I was like, I don't like being played by a pretty boy. Let me try an ugly boy again. And then I was like, I really don't like being played by an ugly boy either. So, so you just don't like getting played. <laughs> like, that's what I, think, I think I don't like boys. I think that's also the other thing. I think I don't like boys. I mean, and then there's only one way to actually figure that out, to be honest. Um, no, because just because I smash a girl doesn't mean I'm gonna, like, not smash a guy. I mean, that's fair, but it's like, you have, like... And who says I haven't? So... <laughs> so, anyway, um, introduce yourself. Um, what you, what you graduated with? 
Demola. Mm-hmm. Um, I graduated with a Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. Wow, nursing. Yes. Wow. Yes. Is that a BS? N. That's a BSN. Mm-hmm. Wow. You don't get those everywhere. Did you graduate from college or university? Uh, university. Wow, all three of you. Did mm-hmm. you all graduate together? No. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. Thank you, thank you. You're a part of the their brotherhood too. What's it called? A fraternity? Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. What does that mean? The sum of all. Quite literally. <laughs> Quite literally. Okay, I respect it. I, I get it. I respect it. Um, so we're talking about love. Mm-hmm. We're talking about what love means to you. Now, if it means a song, if it means a rap, if it means you giving me money, you want to cash at me, you want to sell me, you want to... <laughs> but you could just um, talk about what love means to you. Mm-hmm. He said he's giving love a break. He's, he's waiting to understand more of it. Is that correct? Yeah. Just, uh, just waiting for, like, I don't know. I think I know when I see it. Yeah. Yeah? So, okay, let me ask you. Do you believe in love at first sight? No. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? Because it, has it happened to you what you thought you'd believe? No. I, I never did believe in love at first sight. Really? I, like, it's, it's like, how can you love someone at first sight? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Okay, like, you can be infatuated, you can be attracted, you can be intrigued by a person at first sight, but to be like, oh, yeah, I've, I've I'm loved love you at first for the sight. moment I met you, yeah. Oh, that's cap. That's cap. That's cap. <laughs> love at first sight is cap. That's Lucky, cap. Lucky, that's just attachment issues. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Actually, <laughs> yeah. 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 I was about to be like, what if she crazy? Or what if he crazy? Yeah. You got something you need to unpack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, love at first sight just means you got something to work on. Yeah. Okay. I recently said that and I realized as we're saying these vocab words, the word, the proper word is intrigued. I'm very much intrigued. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. I be saying, girls, I be intrigued all the time at first sight. (laughs) At first sight. (laughs) It happened pretty recently. The question was, do you believe in love at first sight? No. Why? For the same reason. I think it's kind of... Love is like you can't love someone at first glance. I feel like love sneaks up on you, bro. Sneaks up on you? Yeah. Nah, bro, I feel like love is work. Love is fucking work. Like, consistent. That's, I feel like. like that's, that's the same love, bro. Nah, infatuation right? sneaks up on you, bro. Love is like I agree with bro. Love is work. Yeah, it's a choice. Real love is like, real. A lot of, <laughs> like. I feel like I feel like it goes back to someone we was talking about earlier with like I think marriage or some shit. But I feel like when you think about real love and people who decide to sit down and get married, to an extent, you gotta sit there and be like, "This is the person whose bullshit I'm willing to put up with Thank for you. the rest of my life." Because that's your marriage is not gonna be all lovey dovey, smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. To a certain extent, you gotta look at this person and be like, "Yeah, we gonna be, have some bullshit." But at the end of the day, we gonna go through our bullshit. But at the end of the day, I would rather go through this bullshit with you mm-hmm. rather than anyone else. It's more so like and as you thing- said that, I just thought of. Somebody that came to mind. Nope. Call him up. Come on. <laughs> I don't have his number. Damn. But I know how to reach him. Telepathy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> that should be working. No, it would be working. So. I promise. No, I promise. I promise. I promise. I know. You do which shit? No. <laughs> I didn't run this. Hands down 115 times. <laughs> you like, I hope you heard. No. <laughs> no. Okay. I be, I be, honestly, don't laugh. I be praying for him. That should be working. Yes. Uh, I, I don't feel like real. he's still a dumb man. No. <laughs> <laughs> you said he's still a dumb man. I don't even know Wait, what why is... <laughs> you don't even know what bro did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering, you know who he's talking about? <laughs> 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 What's up? I'm hating off the 1800. <laughs> 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 Hence bro. why I'm taking a break. Yeah, that y'all. shit like four hours ago. He's still... <laughs> Okay, so if you could all of you describe characteristics of your favorite or, or your ideal soulmate, what does that look like to you? And for example, let's say I'm on a dating website. I'm going to say, this is about me. I like sunflowers. I like to be respected. 
the moment you get like three red flags you're out and you can't have more than one different child's mother in your life that's my rules and about you you like to clean you like to cook you like to be sexually active every day you like to scrub my feet and suck my toes and read the bible and go to church with me that's about you and you could right click or left click so you describe yourself and you describe what your soulmate is like we can get you last <laughs> alright you go first Simon, yes, please. Man, I feel like the most important. And if you have, let's just this is the hypothetical situation. If you have a significant other right now, let's just let's respect that person, but also <laughs> while answering the question, while answering the question, still yeah. answer the question. <laughs> I think uh, the most important thing for me is like I gotta feel comfortable talking to you, like opening up to you, crying. Not even just crying, crying, bro. Like just like venting to you. Like I gotta be able to trust you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I gotta be able to feel open talking to you about shit that comes up in my life, any issues, without feeling like you're gonna throw it back at me in I've the future. Heard that. I've you heard know what I'm saying? And like shit above all oh, that's the most important thing. <laughs> like that's why your that's mama really got good. one leg type of thing. You said what? Like that's why yeah, your mama got one I told you that in confidence. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really like, you know, because that's a lot of things too. Like, you you, you will trust someone. They'll be, like, I feel like, you know, isn't people I trust and they've been like the greatest person on paper. Like, you know what I'm saying? They'll do all this shit. Right, right. And then it's like, you tell them something and then, you know, maybe they get mad or something. And they bring it up all your, the shit, shit you told them yeah. in confidence. And they're using it to try and hurt you. And that's like, that's, that's fucked up. Because even, even when I'm mad, I don't try to, I don't try to hurt someone yeah. You know what I'm saying Yeah But it's like you know You're malicious Yeah it's malicious intent And I don't I don't, I don't, I don't rock with that For real Nah I'll never throw some shit back You told me yeah. You know It's like well, Why would you do that I would shit. <laughs> It depends It depends On how much you piss me off Not to Not to even Like if you If you go out your way To disrespect me And you think that I'm not gonna retaliate but then, like... Because you thought I was stupid. But what if, like... But it's like, yeah, they thought you was stupid, but, like, now you acting stupid. So, like... That's true. Really, like, what is it? What is wrong. the... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <What's that wrong>? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like with certain people, like, at least for me, like, when I walk into relationships or friendships <laughs> or whatever, like, there's just... <laughs> there's room to grow. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm listening. There's just like, there's just a set of things that I know I'm not gonna do with people. Like, one of those things being like throwing people's shit in their face. Like, no matter what the fuck you do to me, like, I'm not gonna do that to you. Like, I might think it in my room when I'm mad at you. Nah, if you get me really mad, I'm gonna do it. Nah, I, I don't think that's worth it. I feel like it's like a it's like a minimum behavior threshold I got for But myself. some people mm-hmm. need to be reminded, like. like even when I'm at my most down bad, it's just some shit I won't do. You know what I'm saying? Let's say you're in a wheelchair and you're mad, you come home, you're drunk, and you hit me, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm bleeding. And I'm like, that's why you're in a, in a wheelchair. Am I wrong? No, they put hands on you. They did put hands on that's you. A okay. wild ass, that's a very yeah. extreme That is situation. a wild ass scenario, though. I, <laughs> I mean, but like, you're not wrong, but like, at the same time, like, you could just leave that nigga. No bullshit. You probably should. But before leave. I leave, I'm going to tell you. And I'm it's gonna not remind like you. Everybody know he in a wheelchair. Nah, like, he forgot like he was in a wheelchair. <laughs> like, saying nothing. He, he forgot he was in a wheelchair. <laughs> I saw this Facebook post. It was like, it was like, oh, my husband, he beats me in the wheelchair. He beats me like four times a day. What should I do? And nigga said, stop bending over. <laughs> Beat that motherfucker back. He said, I'm bending down so he can't reach you type shit. I was like, yo. You bugging, bro. <laughs> you wildin'. <laughs> um, I feel like the biggest thing for me is just, like, what I look for, respect. Because I feel like respect don't never, like... What does respect look like? Shit, you know when somebody, you know when a motherfucker disrespects you. Like, like when someone tries to sell you 50 for a 3.5? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or just like when somebody's clearly playing Black. your face and wasting your time, like, 
the first time they meet you, like, I don't, I don't really get over that. It's just like, because yo, the first time you meet somebody, you kind of get a good gauge on their character. Yeah. You, you would know? think so. You would think so. No, nah, bro, you gotta trust your gut. You really you gotta do. trust your gut. You gotta trust your gut for real. You, I get a really good read on niggas' characters, like the first from the first jump. Like, I just be like, bro, yeah. my, my problem, I, I agree with y'all. I feel like you gotta trust your gut, but I be ignoring my shit. No, sometimes. same. I do too. Cause it's like I'll, I'll definitely meet someone I'll feel some type of way Okay uh, I, I, I just keep that shit In the back of my head And be like Alright all further interactions With this nigga Alright alright mm. Know what type of nigga he Not is. even like I'm talking about like Even if I was to like You know be interested In like talking to someone Like romantically I feel like You know doing my, boy. my shit I can sometimes get caught up In like other shit And it will drown out Like my gut feeling That I first had And that's how I feel like You end up ignoring Red flags or some shit Can't even do this but it's like, all right, let me tell you this. Like, so, like, you meet, let me say you met a girl, right? Yeah. And, like, your first, very first interaction, it was just, you just didn't fuck with the vibe, right? Yeah. You felt that in your gut, right? Yeah. But then the next time you see her, she uh, came I ain't no next time, bro. That's no, I'm not talking about Lincoln. I'm talking about, you, like, you see her, like, she's just in public type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she coming up, and she doing all the shit that you would like now. Not even, like, just uh, coming play, at you. Bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you said she tried to play you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know what I'm saying? She come with the vibes that you originally wanted. And now, so now in your head, you're like, damn, maybe that was just an off day type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now you're more willing to give it a chance. Yeah. But I feel like that's how my first get caught up. I mean, further, further. Yeah, further, if it don't work the first time. Further observation is needed, but at the same time, like, you see that shit again, you be like, well, there it go. You, you just like, behavior is real consistent over time. But patterns change. If... Yes, over time. Over time. Absolutely. That's a psychological fact. And nothing is for certain because nobody knows nothing. Nobody knows anything. However, people change. If, if your patterns change, if someone brings... People work on their marriages all the time. Husbands change all the time. Wives change all the time. People change. People do change, but like, I feel like the core... like. You Not know, a lot of people. You got core traits that kind of don't really move. No, I don't believe that. I feel like... No, I believe that. You got core traits that don't move don't that far. That. I feel like... That people, far. It can move, though. Like, if a nigga just a low-down, dirty nigga... Like, think about, like, 50 Cent, right? Oh. Keep going. Like, how far do you really think that... Like, that nigga can change, like, how many people he affects. Like that... that the, but at the end of the day, that nigga still like that. He's like in his like heart, that. in his heart, that's, that's, that's who he is. Like he will do that shit to you if you bring that side of him out. Like yeah, that, if we, that's if not we, going honestly, away. like, but if we believe that, then what's really the point of trying to tell someone to heal? Because let's say all of that shit, the way he acts, is caused from trauma, right? Yeah. And we are here saying that he can't change because of, you know, the trauma caused him to act this grimy nigga, and that became his core. Nigga, experience. triggers are still a thing. It's triggers, yeah, for sure. But that doesn't mean that you can't like. Then what's the purpose of healing? You know what I mean? I mean, she's if still triggering you, bro. Shit. Yeah, but what's the purpose of healing then? No, there's. A I would say I would. You don't unlash. You don't lash out at every motherfucker you meet. But when people touch you in that way, mm. that's how you're going to respond. That's you, bro. I feel like you don't so heal much. past that shit, bro. That's still you, dog. That's your inner child, your core wounds. Mm. It's like you just putting a bandage over that shit. I mean, so you feel like that can't ever fully be addressed. Wait, Damola, what were you saying? I feel like healing, though, is more so... It's not necessarily, like, a change of, like, who you are. It's more of, like, you're holding yourself more accountable for the things mm. that you want to see change. Snap, snap. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, like you said, like, if it's something that, like, I know that I need to heal from, but I also know it's a trigger for me and I know my immediate reaction is going to be this I've developed certain mechanisms to help me right. walk back you know what I'm saying yeah. but like I feel like a lot of like like some things are like core traits and I feel like that's why healing too is also such a difficult process because you want to change who you are and you want to and it's actually really hard to hold yourself accountable for shit that you don't like and mm. hold yourself out on shit that is not something that you it's no painful you it's earlier. yeah it's no, it's physically painful to take it ownership and, and yeah no, no, really. yeah no so like I, I i think there's definitely core things and like even if people's patterns do change 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I be paying attention in the little things too. Like they'll never admit that. Yeah, I might have fucked up here. Or yeah. This perpetual victim mindset. Yeah. Oh man, I'm like this because X Y Z did this. X Y Z A B C to me. Man, it's just like damn, nigga, you got no self control. Yeah. No advocacy for yourself. Okay, you guys. If you had one thing to say to people out there in radio world. And it has to be some real deep stuff, because we think I think I, we have three minutes left, one minute for each of you. Think about it. Think about your deepest struggles. Think about your deepest hurt, right? And this could be our last time together. All, all how many of us? Five of us in this room, right? So, what would you say to people, and if your future children had to listen to this? Yep, 60 seconds, go. Whoever wants to go first. Hmm. <sighs> I really ain't a hard dude to figure out. It's just like, I don't know. It's just the shit you be on be the shit you be on. And I just gotta make a decision if I'm rocking with it or not. So, yeah. Ain't really too much more to it. Okay. Shit, at the end of the day, I'll say, like, you know, make sure that you know yourself. You know, if anything, you know, don't just, like, when you move, I'm not finna tell nobody to move more left or move right, but just move with intention. You know what I'm saying? Know why you move so that you can better understand that shit and move efficiently so that you don't waste a lot of your own time moving haphazardly, you know what I'm saying? So if you're trying to, you know, streets at least know what you want to get from that you know what i'm saying don't just be moving don't just be out here moving crazy and not know what the fuck you want to do you know what i'm saying moving attention oh. i would say be the main character what would you say <laughs> be the main character what does that mean it's like you know i feel like people grow up thinking that like you know like i don't need to like other people somehow start to like realize that like yeah I carry more value like it comes with a sense of guilt that it's like damn like I'm a selfish person for like choosing myself but at the end of the day you gonna die by yourself for real no matter how many people's around you you gonna die by yourself so it's like are you gonna keep living for to allow are you gonna keep living to fit in other people's story or are you trying to live a life where it's your story. You know what I'm saying? And you're the main character right. in your story. Imagine someone else being the main character in your story. Bro, like, like celebrities. <laughs> or the work. president. Or your ex. Or your baby mother. That's just a side character. Nobody's story. How do we grow together? Okay, so you see how there's three men in this room and one unconscious woman and one conscious woman. <laughs> and we're all black. Yeah. How do how do we have more healthy conversations like this? Because a lot of people fear this. A lot of people like I'm I'm in a room with three big black men and I feel completely safe and I feel loved and I feel appreciated. And somehow it's still illegal to be black. And it's still illegal to have black conversations, even though we're more than black people. We don't even identify as black people. We're souls in vessels that happen to be the color brown. <laughs> right? Um, how do we grow together and individually? So all of us have done individual work, and that's why we're all here? Because it takes a lot of introspection to be able to like be, have these stances on things. You know what I'm saying? And the word don't really stop you. It doesn't. <laughs> that's, the, that's the shitty part. You gotta do a little bit every day. You never do really done working on yourself. Can you be uneducated and still have these conversations? Yeah, absolutely. All this is is a bunch of big words, but the sentiments is all gonna be the same regardless mm-hmm. of how you say it. Can you be white, black, Asian, Indian, or Hispanic and still have these conversations? They gonna look different though. Yeah. It's going to look different, might sound different, but that's the thing. I feel like the sentiment of what we're saying is the same shit at the end of the day. All right. 
Thank you, three beautiful black big men who are young men, who are kings, who I value. They laughing at me, but I value my black men. I really do, and I'm really grateful for this because their degrees are worth more than what most people will get paid in a year. Have a great day, everyone.